everyone. Welcome back to episode 88. Oh my goodness of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Astrology. And we are back with Katerina. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the other episode with, with that, where I Katerina, it was called, uh, I think it was a, a galactic a cosmic experience. Uh, anyway, it's a few back and it's outrageous. It was the longest one I've ever recorded. I don't think this one is going to be that long, but um, it's certainly worth listening to if you haven't already. However, um, this one is going to be um, in honor of Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. So this is kind of like astrology in action. So we're really not going to be talking about astrology per se, but I wanted to share these stories because we, we were talking recently and um, about um, what, you know, one of the things that Mercury retrograde is so good for, as many of you probably know, is to go through our closets, clean out closets, clean out files, right? So it's the re, redo, review, reflect, reorganize. All of the re-things are always good in any retrograde. And when Mercury is retrograde, it's just good to clean out, take out the trash, right? So um, with that, we, you know, we just had this impromptu conversation just recently, and she was telling me these great stories um, of things. <laughs> and so I just wanted to share that, um, some of these stories about what happens when you clean things out. And since Aquarius with Mercury retrograde in Aquarius and with the new moon that just happened in all those planets that outrageous six planet stellium in Aquarius, Mercury being one of them, um, it's definitely a time where, um, you know, there's a lot of otherworldly energy going on, right? Yeah, Aquarius is um, very much just in modern astrology, it's associated with Uranus and it's very forward thinking, futuristic, um, otherworldly, so Mercury and Aquarius, otherworldly contact. Certainly, I know my dream state has been very amazing. But again, I'm just bringing it back to personal organizing, cleaning out closets and things, and these outrageous stories. So I thought it's just so apropos. So I wanted to share that. And so you do uh, personal, amongst many interesting dharmas, you do personal organizing. Right, right. And, and, how does that work for you? I mean, a lot of it, I know you do it online, like remotely even, where you can guide people and cleaning, but you're not just telling people like, it's not just Marie Kondo. I mean, to me, you're like Marie Kondo meets like, uh, you know, what <laughs> the, uh, the other very, dimensions. The other dimensions, yeah. <laughs> right. Marie Kondo's got, I'm sorry, Marie, we love you and you do great work, but you know, Katarina's <laughs> got another dimension here. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Well, the way this, folks, the way this whole thing started was uh, I'm, I'm, my son uh, is, uh, I'm a Gemini. And so I've always um, been affected by Mercury retrograde. And uh, years ago, um, and I've always been very sensitive to the energies from the planets but especially when Mercury goes retrograde. And years ago, when I found out the beneficial aspect of Mercury retrograde to do things that begin with an RE, like review, uh, reassess, relinquish, uh, um, re, uh, rewrite, uh, relax, etc. Then I learned how to work with the energy uh, and not be so affected by the, um, the challenging aspects of Mercury. Uh, and uh, to, for most of you, uh, well, uh, they don't know anything about me, but um, uh, I worked as a, um, a spiritual counselor for many years. When I was uh, a child, I recognized that, well, 
to me, it was natural. I could always see other dimensional beings. And so- uh, And you just thought everybody else could? Uh, well, I mean, it was just so natural. And unfortunately, in the uh, houses where I grew up, they were not angels, you know what I mean? They were uh, intense negative beings mm -hmm. that were in the house. So I'm, this is, is like um, a blessing because I can see these other dimensional beings. And uh, I've always, um, the thing about cleaning, uh, cleaning and organizing is that uh, I've married uh, uh, both of these skills and talents, being a, um, a spiritual counselor, uh, uh, and being aware of other dimensional beings and stuff like that. So when you actually clean a room, you're physically cleaning and, and uh, uh, but you're also doing it on other dimensions. And so you're cleaning the energy and um, it's so important. And I've been writing articles uh, for a friend of mine that has um, a newsletter, uh, an uh, email newsletter mm -hmm. about uh, the different aspects of why it's more, why uh, having clutter accumulate in the house is really detrimental on so many levels mm -hmm. to us, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, mm -hmm. why it really is detrimental. Uh, because, uh, and so that's, that's why I really enjoy helping people organize their environment, clear out their environment, organize, get things organized, help clean, on many levels, because when you're cleaning physically, you're also moving the energy around. And if you have other dimensional beings in the house or on objects, uh, they need to be cleansed and moved out of the house. You know right. what I'm, you know what I'm and saying? And most people don't even think, they, don't they only think, oh, I just have to you know, get the, the files done. And they, they don't realize that they're not necessarily, um, most of us are probably not even aware of that. Yeah, and the thing about stuff uh, uh, and, and I mean, I could go into great depths about this, but we'll keep this short, but there's many reasons why clutter or stuff or excess belongings gather in the house. Some of them, uh, um, some examples, uh, briefly, uh, if, if somebody passes in your family and you have to liquidate items, I know personally of people that have brought a whole household of their loved one's items into their house. Right. And, yeah. you know, so they could uh, go, go through, through it them. and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that's, you want to do that quickly, really quickly, because Why anything, you don't want anything to stay in a spot for a really long time, especially if you bring it from outside, like a bunch of stuff, because it gathers energy and it can gather entities too. Wow. And so, um, uh, uh, if you move, if you downsize and you move from a larger space into a smaller space, you want to make sure ahead of time that you are, that you liquidate excess stuff because you don't want to move into a smaller space and have all this stuff and have boxes sitting around in corners because what happens is normally if that happens when you bring this excess stuff, and I've seen this over and over again, people will have boxes stashed in their closets in different spaces in their home because they they didn't deal with it ahead of time right and and what happens is and i found this to be true in so many cases those boxes will stay there for years mm -hmm. you know people get on with their life right and get then busy, get busy they, get, they resist having to to deal with it and so those boxes 
of books or tchotchkes or whatever is in there will just sit there. And then you get stagnant energy that accumulates on this stuff. Mm. And it's so, you know, if you want to get into feng shui, it's really bad, bad feng shui, you know? Sure. And, and then you're just taking up space, valuable, I call it valuable real estate in your home that could be used uh, to open up the space or to, to be, um, uh, to have a just clean area. So uh, those are a couple, and then, you know, people will get depressed and um, things just creep in. I've seen several times when people, you know, things happen to people and they fall into a depression, you know, garbage will accumulate or junk mail, you know, just starts to uh, mm -hmm. accumulate. And, you know, there's a pile here, sure. you know, stuff like that. And that's really uh, dangerous for the person because they're in a, an emotional uh, depression and then the environment and it's almost like a creature because it starts creeping in and and accumulating and then you're you're in this situation where it's not like only snowballing do, yeah not only do you have to deal with your current present emotional state but this other stuff that's encroaching on you not only emotionally but mentally physically and spiritually and then you have other dimensional beings that will come in on that. Whoa. It's just yeah. really, you know, really bad for people. So that's, that's why, you know, people think, ah, you know, just clean it up. You know, what's the big deal of having, you know, extra clutter or stuff around? No, when you get into other dimensional aspects of it and how it really affects us spiritually and emotionally, it is, it is, it's really, really an important important topic so what are some of the things that you've seen i was like katarina you have to come on <laughs> this broadcast let's do one for mercury retrograde they look very timely so here's a great example of um uh you know having too much stuff first of you all move over a little closer so you're not on the camera okay <laughs> having, there you go. having too much stuff uh, or or not knowing what you have there was a, a client of mine that um she bought this beautiful uh, vase. Well, it, it wasn't even, I don't think, I don't know if it was made as a vase, but it was a beautiful ceramic piece that looked like a tree and it was really gorgeous, but it was um, hollowed out in the center. So it could be used like um, a vase or putting stuff in. Anyway, so I went to her house and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm helping her organize and clean. And I look in this vase and there's a troll in the vase. And, <laughs> oh and much and, to your surprise. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> of course she didn't know. You know? Right. And, uh, and I looked at him and he, and he said, I've been here for a long time. And so I was <laughs> like, okay, you know, I, I, I can see I that. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting because this ceramic piece was a, was a tree. And so, you know, oh, right, the tree. Yeah, so yeah. it was his home. Trolls live in the forest. Yeah. yeah. And so, but he took a residence in that home and you know, he was he was kind of grumpy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that I, don't they tend to be, I guess most of them. Well, are. I think he knew, you know, I mean oh, that I could see, you. see he could see yeah. him, you know, yeah. and and it was, you know, so he was not happy about it. Anyway, so I had to arrange for him to uh uh, vacate his, <laughs> his premises and uh, so that she could have a, a clean vase, you know, a clean, cause you don't, I'm sorry, but I wouldn't want other energies like that around. Right. <laughs> and the poor guy, you know. Uh, he really uh, wanted to be in the real forest, not yeah, a ceramic yeah. 
Yeah, not, <laughs> how, how did you handle that eviction process? Well, okay, that's a good question. Well, for I studied with a, a shamanic healer for many years, and so I know this wonderful technique that when I'm dealing with other dimensional beings, it, it, it doesn't matter about the being, and it doesn't matter even if I, because there's some really, I mean, I've seen hundreds of beings, and um, I can't even physically describe some of them. I mean, uh, they they range from everything from like squiggly lines, but they're all energy. So it doesn't matter where who they are or what they are. This particular technique that I use, I uh, I'm able to send them off to a place, their own world. Mm. So I'm not uh, casting them out to uh, a dimension where they're a foreigner. So right. I always arrange for them to go to their own place. Okay. So. Um, uh, yeah, so that's that's a that's um, a really important factor when you're dealing with when you know when you're doing an exorcism or 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 clearing dark entities because man, there's so many <laughs> dark entities all over the place. Uh, yeah, you you really want to have somebody that knows what they're what doing. They're doing, yeah. So um, so you sent the troll. Did you just say, hey, I want to help you? And I told him, I said, you know, you really can't be here. Uh, this is not a this is not really, you know, this, this person bought this and this is not for you, yeah. you know, you really have to leave. So I just arranged it and we, you know, we had him leave. He was probably much happier in the forest. Yeah. Well, what, what's another um, so one anyway, that comes to mind? So anyway, we got the, the light oh, shining yeah. in through there. Yay, the sun is coming out. Yeah. So um, <laughs> It's shining on your face. Here, you want, let's, let's hold on a second. Let me, here we there go. We go. Th okay. Been, okay. <laughs> so uh, another time, oh, first of all, uh, I just want people to know when it comes to other dimensional beings or entities, they're all over the place. They're, they're everywhere. I mean, and uh, that's another reason that you want to keep your home environment clean, not only physically clean, but energetically and emotionally clean, you right. know, in, in, in prayers and meditation, good vibes, uh, uh, being uplifted emotionally mm -hmm. and spiritually. Yeah. Uh, mantras are great. Like Sanskrit mantras, like, I, I can always tell a room that's yeah even even singing you know singing, any right. singing laughing anything that uplifts you is, right. is yeah, so good the heart. yep that's it's another so, form of house cleaning yeah. that's right oh. I tell okay. people you know uh I have a friend who's a professional singer and and uh she's she went through a really hard time and she was extremely depressed and uh she would call me and I would see entities in the house and once I clear them I say sing Right. Sing, keep them out. Keep yeah. singing because the the beauty of the voice and the tones and and the singing uh, uplifts not only uplifts your spirit and your soul, but it 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 uplifts the whole environment that you're mm. in. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like preventive maintenance. Like yeah. in, in a way, it can prevent maybe the other you from starting to clutter up again. That's right. Never, wow, I never thought of that. Cool. So, so if you get into a situation <laughs> where there are entities, this woman in particular, I told early on about this, uh, she was, uh, she bought and sold uh, antiques. Another story here. Yeah, this is right. another okay. story. Another, uh, okay. this was actually a neighbor. And so she invited me over to her house to see this uh, uh, antique Asian armoire which was quite quite large. I mean, it was it was nice. You could tell it was an old piece. It was uh, uh, handmade, 
I mean, it was an attractive piece of furniture. So she calls, calls me over and, and has me, you know, oh, look what I just, you know, bought. And I look on top of it, and on top of it is this demon sitting there. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, it's like, really, you bought this? <laughs> and uh, so, uh, unfortunately, this particular neighbor uh, didn't believe in this stuff. She didn't believe in other dimensional beings because I had spoken to her about it previously. And uh, she just kind of poo-pooed it. Yeah, you know, a lot of people, if, if you can't see it, they don't yeah, believe they think it. you're crazy. And, uh, 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 but anyway, so I wasn't going to in the moment tell her, well, you know, what? how do you got a demon sitting on top <laughs> of your, your new, uh, sorry, yeah, <laughs> your new piece of furniture. But anyway, um, so uh, uh, she started feeling the negative effects of this uh, demon over the se next several days. Um, in her life, because you know, folks, you don't want a demon hanging out in your house, you know. No, um, God no. So anyway, I went over another time, and she asked me to help her to move this piece of furniture, and uh, it was. I'm I'm trying to remember if it was. Uh, I think it was just before or after she moved this piece of furniture. She fell down a few flights of steps, oh and my. I know it was the demon, the effect of the demon. And when she was, you know, she when she was after she had fallen, I stepped away and I got rid of that demon because she was always with me. So I didn't feel it was appropriate for me to mm -hmm. uh, uh, get rid of this demon while she was standing there. Yeah, right. standing there because she didn't believe it and I didn't want to start a confrontation, mm -hmm. but right. yeah, that was, and- Maybe um, she was more open to that idea. She got, got rid injured. of that thing right afterwards. Wow, and she did she ever figure out the connection I told her the injury? I told her, I said, you know, there was yeah. a demon sitting on top of this thing. That's why. And I got rid of it. Wow. And uh, she got rid of that like shortly after. And then anything else happened after that? No, no. But wow. that was an effect of the- And maybe the demon knew that you were gonna like get rid of him, you know, do a clearing. Like if he sees you, it's like, oh, there she is. You know, so maybe he was getting agitated, like having to be evicted. Well, he didn't. Uh, uh, yeah, and also, go. yeah, and he didn't. I mean, we we moved the armoire. We moved it, you know, uh, over to another place. But yeah, I mean, it, just the fact of the matter uh, that these things can happen. And uh, oh gosh, I had another. I had somebody else. Uh, this is this is you know I. I, I I hate to talk about this stuff, but people have to understand that um, there's all different levels of, of, well, there's all different levels of entities. There's all sorts of, even if they don't have to be dark beings. They could be you, just benign wandering around. Yeah, like, like um, this happened to me personally. I, I, I uh, was staying in this new, in this other place. I was in between, I was, I was waiting to move and I was, uh, <laughs> I was uh, renting a, a small little place, and um, I was uh, it was my first night there, and I'm just in in it was it was a, a big open one room uh, little cabin, and uh, the first night I'm there, and I'm just you know sat down and started singing and playing my guitar, and boom, right away I could see on the porch there was this other dimensional being, and. Um, you know, not a dark being, but nobody, you know, not a not a happy, good vibe being and not anybody I'd want near me. I mean, he he all of a sudden perked up when he heard me singing and playing the guitar and he was like, you know, 
who's that, you know? Right. And, <laughs> and then, you know, and then I saw him and it's like, no, no, I don't want you here, you know, on the premises. Right. So I got rid of him. Now that's just an example of, it wasn't a dark demonic being, but you know, any, anybody, any beings that are not of the light, that are not like angelic high vibe. I don't want. I don't yeah, want them right, around. Right, right. Uh, but here's another example of. I uh, mean, I've got so many examples. Uh, first of all, I wanted to. I want to make sure that people understand that. And uh, um, entities, all sorts of dark entities, can can um, they can follow you home. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, a friend of mine. That happened to me once when when I was in my sound healing days. Yeah, it was it was not pleasant. It was, yeah. Yeah. But, anyway, I don't, don't want but, to but you here, knew. But, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this guy. So before I did, um, you guys don't know this, but before I did uh, my astrology practice, um, I had spent many years doing sound healing and energy medicine, and uh, privates and workshops and things. And um, so I you know, I've been trained uh, many years in how to remove entities and things and non, you know, astral beings and things that are, you know, not of the light. So, um, and so um, I, not to, I don't want to pinch on you, but yeah, I, I did remember doing this one clearing and then driving home and, you know, it was in a city and coming about 45 minute drive home. And man, I was, I could tell like that, that dang thing followed me home. And, and no matter, even though I did a lot of prayers and protection, it was still there. And then I had to really roll up my sleeves and, and get rid of this thing. But it was, it was not pleasant. So I'll just say that. And it's definitely not something you want to mess with. Like there are, like you said, there are levels of beings and then there's like really nasty ones. And this was, this was a nasty one. This is a big old thing, like eight feet tall and like in my house. So I'm like, nah, we're going to no. handle this. And and I, I did it. I got rid of it. But um, a lot of it is just your your mind, your your like you were saying, you know, your mental mind space. And um, so, yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. But yeah, they'll follow people home like yeah. that guy did. Yeah. Yeah. He followed you. Yeah. I, I was staying with uh, a friend of mine and uh, she went to a rehearsal and uh, I stayed at her house and then I saw her when she came home. And so she's I was up on a balcony and a uh, nice big house and uh, up on the balcony, she came in downstairs and she's walking in and, and I was stunned because right behind her is this big old dark en entity following her. And wow. I said, oops, <laughs> I said, you, you got somebody following you that you picked up in the, in the studio. Right? Yeah. yeah. But um, I know like bars, I remember there's a oh, great, they're the worst. Oh, they're the worst. You told me that years ago. And I know there's, if people want to learn more about this, I just wanted to jump in before I forget. There is a great book that I learned about and I read years ago when I was first on my path with learning this and healing. And it's called, um, it's a little, you can get it on Amazon real, you know, 10 bucks, eight bucks, whatever. It's a little paperback and it's called um, The Unquiet Dead, an a, a psychologist treats spirit possession. And the author's name is um, Edith Fiore. She's a PhD and a slim little volume, but it was really fascinating. She talks about entities where she, you know, inadvertently discovered in her practice in psychotherapy, she would put people in hypnosis to deal with their issues, you know, and there, there were, this one time, this man who had like drug and alcohol issues, and she put him in hypnosis. And 
to kind of hear his subconscious about why he was drinking and doing drugs. And it turned out that all of a sudden this other voice, you know, this not another voice necessarily was like the same person's voice, but the conversation was talking about, I'll just say the guy's name was Tom. It was like, well, Tom really doesn't know blah, blah, blah. And it's like, wait, you know, Tom's talking about himself in the third person. So she immediately said, oh, something's up. So she interviewed, she talked to this, it was another, and well, what is your name? Well, my name is Bob, you know, it's like, well, Bob, you know, what are you doing in Tom, Tom's body? Oh, well, he lost his job and he went to a, have a drink in the bar and I was hanging out in the bar and I saw him and I just really wanted to be in a body again. So he jumped into his body. She said, well, you know, this is his life and he, you need to go to the light. So she brought him to the light. That guy woke up out of the hypnosis. He had no desire to drink, mm. nothing. It mm -hmm. was done. So that was the source of. That's right. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. Just no, that's okay. And it's interesting that, um, that you're bringing this up uh, because when, and, and uh, gosh, I did a, I did so. I did several episodes on on attached entities to people, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, anybody that uh, habitually uh, does alcohol, drugs, um, uh, uh, has had an accident where uh, a, a shock, a shock event, a physical right. accident that that rips or 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 tears the aura. Right. right. Uh, these these entities can. They they grab onto Cause you because you're weakened. That's right. Yeah. yeah, they'll grab onto you. And um, so what Eliana just said is extremely important because um, you want to make sure that you always keep your aura clean and and intact. In but if you know people, oh, you know people in your family or friends that uh, are addicted to different substances, uh, they all have entities. They all have entities. I mean, I've done so many clearings on people. I can't, there hasn't been one that, that didn't have entities. Because like you said, this, this being, Bob, was sucking on Tom's energy. Right. He wanted that alcohol. Right, yeah. that's right. They want, they, that's the only way they can get it is if they, they don't, don't have, have it. They don't right. have a physical body. So they suck it through the, uh, the person's body. They're like parasites. Like an energy vampire. Or yeah, something. Wow. yeah, they are. Wow. So that's the detrimental effect on people. And that's another reason why you want to keep your environment clean and, and clear. And, and uh, we'll, we'll tell a few more stories, but I want to get back to the Mercury retrograde, why mm -hmm. it's so um, such a great time to do this, you know, Mercury retrograde, anything with an RE, to reassess your belongings, reassess your environment, uh, relinquish anything that uh, doesn't uh, serve you if you're not in love with it. Uh, I've also had, um, oh, I just helped somebody uh, uh, two weeks ago. She moved to another house. It was mm -hmm. a big move and it was a big deal. And I was helping her pack and uh, she picked up an item that she had in her office and she said, oh, I don't know what to do about this. And, and I said, what do you mean? And she said, oh, it's somebody gave me this and I just feel guilty getting rid of it. Oh. And that's very typical that some a friend will give you uh, a gift that you don't want or you, that you don't even like, that right. you know you never use, right. and you keep it because you feel guilty. No, uh, no, no. And so I told her, get, no, put it in the get rid of pile right away. Right. And that's another reason, you know, you don't want to hang on to things that you don't want. 
Yeah, that, that and there's that emotional charge. Oh, I feel guilty. Yeah. yeah, and that guilt, you know, guilt is guilt is not that, a godly right? <laughs> emotion. That, that could be like the feelers coming out, like that would might attract, like attracts like, and those darker. It's a dark energy. It is so it, guilt. Is, it serves it no feed. purpose. Yeah, yeah. So uh, people, guilt that's another no thing. Purpose. People that hold on to items that that you know just because they feel guilty, but but reassessing, relinquishing. Um, and then, uh, 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 then you're done, you're done clearing, but Mercury retrograde is a great time for that mm. to, to clearing out, you know, to, to reassessing things that you have and to relinquishing, uh, letting go of them. So I just wanted to bring it back to Mercury retrograde. Sure. Another yeah. time, uh, here's another thing about gifts. Uh, somebody I, I knew, um, uh, that I was, uh, working with. Uh, they had received, and this has happened uh, twice for two two different people that I know. Uh, and this is this is not in my personal experience. This is not common, but um, uh, both both of these people received uh, gifts, and they both one one gift was a used item, and another gift was brand new. You could tell it was brand new from the store, and they both had. Uh, black magic on them. Holy moly. It was horrible. And we don't know where that comes from. It could have been like the person at the factory, maybe that, that packaged it. Well, in, in one instance, uh, in one, the used item uh, came from somebody that she knew. Now, whether that person consciously knew that they were sending a gift to her that was covered with black magic that's another story. You don't know. We don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if that person was or not, but I had her get rid of it immediately. I mean, that thing had to be cleared. It was disgusting. And then this other person who received an item, it was brand new. It was, it was, um, it was just a, a tchotchke, something you put on uh, like a mantelpiece or something. And it was, it was um, a letter, like, uh, like, um, like a W, you like know, an like, alphabet like, letter. Yeah, right. like an alphabet letter, you know, oh, the yeah. beginning of their name. Wanda, oh, okay. You know, Wanda, a W. Oh, and then you they put it on their wall or something. Yeah, 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 just, you know, and it had sequins all over it. You could tell it was brand new, was not used, and that thing was covered with black magic. So oh. um, I don't know, the person that sent it to her, uh, uh, there was no discord between them. So uh, what happens is that uh, my fr uh, the person that received it I want people to see the person that received it. This is them. Here's here's your friend that delivered it. But uh, it it uh, you uh, um, it it came another source behind it that was using the friend to get to her. Right. And I've seen that so many times. Unwittingly transmit. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Through and, and specifically curses and black magic. That's how they work. Wow. They they usually go through like there's always a, a master black magician. Mm -hmm. uh, and and the and the person could hire that black magician to curse curse somebody else, or that uh, person is being used by that black magician to get to uh, the right. other the recipient. So uh, it's just something else that you want to be aware of. Um, houses, man, you got to make sure that houses uh, that if you're going out of town, that you have people look after your house not only for physical reasons, but you don't want a house in my, this is my personal experience and an opinion. You don't want a house be left too long empty um, because mm. energies can come in um, 
just weird stuff. And uh, houses that were up for, oh my gosh, houses that have been up for sale yeah. that haven't sold. I, I, I've They're a, more suspect. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, this is, this is, I was living in Manhattan at the time. I wonder how many real estate agents are listening to this. Yeah, they, they should, man. <laughs> right? In fact, I yeah. told one of them, uh, one of them in another state where I was living because there was a house. Have you on staff? You yeah. Know, they <laughs> should, I wrote the, wrote to them and told them this. Wow. Yeah. I told them there was a house that never, uh, you know, I kept driving by this place for over a year and it was up for sale and it never, you know, it was always up for sale for a year. And I contacted the realtor and I knew why it wasn't selling because there are entities in there. Holy moly. And I contacted the realtor and I said, you know, if you want to sell this house, you might think about um, uh, getting rid of these bad spirits that are in the house. I tried to use the verbiage that yeah. they could understand. So they wouldn't be too freaked out. What did yeah. she say or he say? Uh, they were, you know, uh, they were kind of open, but uh, not totally. And they thank they they were gracious enough to thank me for being uh, concerned Alerting. enough to, to contact <laughs> the them. Call, right? Yeah, but I'll tell you an interesting thing. Shortly after that, they gutted the place. Oh. They gutted it and re-renovated the whole place. And after they did that, then they sold it. Wow. But it's just sitting there. And, and I have a feeling that by telling them that, it really helped helped change everything. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's so many times, my God, in this thing about haunted houses, you know, they're real. I've, I've lived in them. I've seen them. I've experienced them. But here's a funny one. When I was living in Manhattan, I was living in the village, the East Village, and um, a friend of mine, we wanted to find a place together. And there was, you know, and, and uh, behind some of these old brownstones, they had like carriage houses. Right. In right. the East Village. Yeah. There were a few of them that I had seen. Right. And this one was uh, up for rent, and it wasn't too far from where I was presently living. And so I told my friend, oh, you know, let's go look at this, you know, house. It just came on the market. So I contacted the realtor and we were supposed to meet, <laughs> we were supposed to meet them at, uh, it was, it was uh, dusk uh, uh, that evening. And so it was my friend and I, and we go behind, we go down this alley and in between these two buildings and back there was this, you know, there's some grass and then you see this carriage house. Oh my God, it, it, it had a second floor and there were these two windows there and there were these, these dark beings just hanging out of the <laughs> windows. Yeah, it was like, you know, just hanging out. It was like a classic haunted house. Oh, you know, they were just gross. hanging out, you know, like, you know, <laughs> and, and I looked at it and I said to my friend, oh no, <laughs> no, we don't even want to go in there. And yeah, she yeah. goes, oh no, I want to go in, I want to go in. I went, and then the real estate guy showed up, you know, and then another person. And so she went in and it was like, well, I don't, you know, I don't want her to get, you know. Uh, and so I went in with all of them and we're downstairs and <laughs> oh my gosh, it was unbelievable. And then what you know, happened? The, so, so uh, you know, he's showing us the downstairs and it was a small place. Uh, I mean, if, if there weren't dark entities in the place, it was a nice place, you know. But anyway, my friend, there was a stairway going up to the second floor where I saw them hanging out. And uh, 
so my friend, she goes, oh, I want to see the upstairs. So she tears upstairs, you know, and oh, I said, geez. no, don't go, don't go, you know, and she runs up there and uh, I'm yelling at her, don't go up there, don't go up there. And then uh, the other people follow and I, I decided to go up there. As soon as I went up there, they were all all the dark entities <laughs> were over there and they looked at me and they went, Phew. they just came right up to me. Whoa. And I'm like, ah, I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. <laughs> yeah. No, don't see ya. And I, I went down and my, I ran out of the house and my friend is running after me, you know, and I'm, I'm just clearing myself. It was like, that was something long... like out of a sitcom. It or was, something. it was, it <laughs> was, it was a, like a classic story, but this was this was um, when I was uh, <laughs> this was years ago, but anyway, it was comical. But man, that was cautionary tale. Yeah, and and even though old houses can typically have more of that at play, perhaps because of their age. But I'm what, from what you're sharing, it seems like you could have a brand new house. It's just if you're keeping That's clutter, right. if you're in a bad emotional state, That's you can right. bring things home or That's like, right. you know, Bob from the bar, you know, so it, could, it just doesn't get you off the hook if you have a new house and oh, this doesn't apply to me. Yeah, it could really apply to anybody. Yeah. In fact, that's a good point because uh, one of my clients, uh, this was uh, a spiritual counseling client and she had moved into a new house, a brand new house. And it was in a very small development and there were just a few houses built on that land, mm -hmm. brand, new, brand new, brand new. And she had, I don't know, she had, I worked with her eight different sessions to clear everything. They had, they, she had a couple of really bad entities in the house and she had a little girl and the little girl, of course, you know, uh, was constantly crying and saying there are monsters here. Well, yeah, there were monsters there. There was, oh, those yeah. two, she you know, two, two demonic beings. And then the, my client, uh, I won't go into the details of it, but not only in the house, but there was, um, Okay, we're talking about ETs. There was bad stuff in the land underneath that I was that gonna house. ask you, yeah. Bad Maybe that's where it originated from. Cause you said it's a brand new house being built. So it's not like it had any history but, and nobody lived there to bring anything that's home. Right. That's so right. it could be ancestral, whatever. But maybe there was, maybe there was a war that took place on that land. And, and I've even, you know, yeah. I've even had, I've even had to deal with ETs in the land. ET energy in the land, in land. Well, I, I used to live in Sedona years ago and I remember hearing there's a hotel. Um, I don't know if this is still the case. This is many years ago, might've been cleared. I don't know, uh, I can't say, but um, haven't been back in a long time, but there was this uh, really very famous luxury hotel and it's um, way back, you know, where in the hiking areas, you know, mm. of Sedona. and. Mm. Um, when it was uh, being, it had already been built when I lived there, but it was built, I want to say in the 80s. And um, when they were building it, unfortunately, they, um, the, the builders, the construction crew found bones and they were, um, it was like a burial ground. And they didn't know if it was the Anasazi or the Navajo because of the date, they had to send the bones to like a, for carbon dating oh. to the geologists to determine you know, who might these belong to, like how old are these bones or were they settlers in the 1800s? You know, we don't know, but um, 
but they found this and it turned out it was an ancient, it was a Native American burial ground. And it was apparently from, this was just third hand information. Apparently it caused a big stir, obviously with the Native American community because the builders, the developers basically just called up the local indigenous peoples and said, you know, come pick up your bones. And it's like, excuse <laughs> me, you know, like this is you a put them in a bag. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what are you picking up your dry cleaning? Yeah, you know? my so um, it was a real ill will. And apparently, um, so yeah, you don't mess with burial grounds, but the, um, and apparent, I don't know how the story went that somebody maybe put a curse on the land or something like that, um, just out of the upsetment and the ill will. And I, I don't know, it was just bad, bad mojo. And um, because of that, um, I, I just happen to know that at least for the years that I lived there, they had gone through um, every single uh, company or developer that owned that property. It was always a loss. It was never able to turn a profit in all the years it's, it had been there, you know, years and years and years. And it was always getting sold and resold and resold and resold. Like nobody could keep that. It was always being flipped over. So I, again, I don't know, it's been a long time, but it- It sounds like saying. a curse. Yeah, it, yeah, it was just- It sounds like a curse. It was yeah. pretty, pretty bad. And then this is unrelated to that. I also remember hearing stories, you know, the residents, we hear these interesting stories, but there was, um, and this has nothing to do with the burial ground conundrum thing. Um, this was just, there were construction workers that were working on the property out there and in the canyons, it was very, you know, remote and not near anything. And they would, you know, be taking their lunch break, eating their sandwich and they'd see little, little people the little people, they were maybe a foot tall or something. And they, they actually saw them, not looking for anything, just, you know, eating my sandwich or my lunch break. And they saw them and um, not that that was bad or, or menacing or anything, but yeah, there are these, um, and it's not like, you know, anything to clear. They're just, they just saw them. So they, there are definitely dimensions. And that's, that's the basic gist of today was just to say, you know, let's be aware of these as Mercury's retrograde, we're, we're rethinking our views around in Aquarius, otherworldly dimensions. And maybe if we've, you know, dismissed that, it's like, no, let's be mindful as we, and also this week we have Saturn and Uranus are squaring, reaching a, an exact square on February 17th, just a few days. And so seven degrees of uh, Taurus, seven degrees Aquarius. So that's, um, Again, you know, you think about the for, the forward movement versus the the brake pedal of pu pulling back to the past, and so there's this push pull that's being worked out. So, you know, as Mercury is retrograde, and I think of like your friend saying, "Oh, should I get rid of this? Should I hang on to it?" That that could be more exacerbated now with the square. Mm. It's going to square again in the middle of June, and then around like December 24th, it'll be in another exact square. But these are times when the forces of change versus wanting to hang on and hold on. So um, it's just good to be not mindful of, mm -hmm. yeah, these are really great stories. And, and another, I mean, you just reminded me of another, and, and uh, that's, that's a really good point that you made about these uh, little people because not all, not all other dimensional beings are negative and I don't want folks to think that. You have the, the fairies, uh, the elemental beings, the beings that live in the woods, uh, yes. et cetera, the little, um, um, you know, all, all sorts of fairies and little- uh, The little people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they exist. I've, I've, I've seen them, I've communicated with them. And uh, also uh, uh, stones, you know, stones are alive and they have, a, everything has a consciousness. 
and stones are alive, trees are alive, and they all have their place, they all have consciousnesses, and then beings can live in these things. And then uh, there are beings that live in stones, I've seen them, there are beings that live in trees, besides the tree itself, you know, the tree spirit itself. Right. But I just wanted to mention about another client that I had. Now, this was, a, again, another um, uh, 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 spiritual counseling person that had a lot of problems in their home. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was a new home, newly built home, and it was built in an area where they had to blast the rock on this cliff in order to put the home in, to position the home on, on uh, in this area. So um, this was in the Northeast. And so uh, these, the person that I, that was my client told me that it was a brand new home and uh, pretty uh, um, elegant home the way it was designed. But ever since they moved in, constant problems with their pipes breaking, wow. water running. I mean, all sorts of piping issues, all sorts of issues with the house that shouldn't be happening in a new house. Thing is constantly breaking. They would pair them. Another thing would break constant. And so I was contacted for that particular reason, you know, the, the spiritual counseling. Call you in. Yeah. yeah. Like so, a horse whisperer, the house yeah. whisperer. <laughs> yeah. So we should call yeah. you yeah, the really. house whisperer. <laughs> And so when I uh, tuned into that, I could see that uh, the spirits or the beings that lived in the cliffs, mm -hmm. in the rocks, in the land themselves, the elemental beings, that they had, they were really upset because the, the developers came in and just Mm. dynamited, blasted mm. their mm. environment. It was so um, shocking. shocking. Yeah, and yeah. and and uh, abrupt. Yeah, violent. It was an it, act of violence. It really was. Yeah. And so I had to heal that situation first of all, and a lot of them them were misplaced, and so I had to arrange for them to be in a really healing environment. You know, mm. a natural environment. Mm. To, so to that they can resettle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, imagine being blasted out of your home without any notice. Yeah, and yeah. then they're kind of like scattered. And so I had to get them and relocate them and have a healing for them. And after that, they never had any problems in their house. Wow. So it That's just the, goes to show goes you. To show. Yeah. And, and I mean, this is so common uh, of, of situations in homes. Another person who um, I went to see her, she had a recording studio in her basement and she and her husband were musicians. And so I went to record one of my songs at, at her studio and um, <laughs> we're downstairs in the basement and I'm, you know, I play the song and it doesn't record. And she's messing around with the equipment. I don't know why this is not recording, you know, and, and there's all these technical issues. And meanwhile, so I go into this other room downstairs and I see this entity over by their uh, uh, water heater uh, uh, tank, yeah. tank thing. Yeah, in water the, heater. Yeah, yeah, in the basement. And I saw this dark entity and I'm going, oh God, <laughs> you know, I got yeah, to get rid of him. You know, I hope he's not the one that's, you know, messing up our recording time. And, you know, you're, you're paying by the hour. And so right. we, I, we, first hour, nothing was recorded. So I happened to, I came back into the room and I said, you know, 
uh, have you had other uh, problems in this house? She, oh, yes, you know, uh, we can't keep uh, all the electrical equipment constantly breaks. We have a light, our porch lighted, and we can't, we don't even use it anymore because every time you put in a new bulb, it oh, blows out. Shorts out. It's oh, short, yeah. constantly blowing out. She said, we've had electricians here. We've had plumbers here. They don't understand it. They don't know what's wrong. They can't fix it. Wow. But we're constantly, you know, the lights blow out constantly. My husband upstairs, you know, his equipment keeps going out. And so I said, well, you know what? <laughs> I said, uh, I don't, you know, I didn't really know her, but I said, you know what? I got to tell you something. There's a being here. And if you don't mind, you know, uh, I'll get rid of this being that's in the other room. But I think that's one of the sources of your problems. Mm -hmm. And um, it turns out not only was there that dark entity, but the people that owned the house before, uh, they had done a lot of ritual, satanic, black magic oh, stuff my down there in another room. Oh, and when gosh. I walked in that room, I saw it, wow. and um, and wow. I think it, it, I think it must have been there where their altar was, because it was very focused there. But the energy was left in the house. Sure, yeah. So like the house, residue. Yeah, Even I mean, the it was physical a altar might have been dismantled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were gone, but but the energy, yeah, the energy when you put whether it's spiritual energy or negative energy, when you constantly put focused energy into one spot, it builds up. It right. builds up almost physically. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're building up a, a pile of energy, whether it's good or bad, and this was definitely bad. Oh, and right. it was there. I mean, it was so thick. It was so. And, and when you see this stuff, whether it's good or bad, it's thick and it's real. Yeah. And then conversely, um, in terms of remedies, once people remove things like that um, and or just to be preventive maintenance, I mean, just the fact of meditation, chants, prayers that can build up a really nice positive. So that's preventing that those dark energies from coming. And it just gives you an elevated consciousness and space like you are your space, yep. you know, you, you are a reflection of what you live in. And that's when, <laughs> this is funny to me, but that's one reason that, that I really enjoy uh, uh, or helping people organize and clean and clear their house. Because when you are vacuuming or when you're going around and cleaning, you know, you are disturbing that energy. Now, right. not necessarily that black magic energy because that I had to get rid of that. That was that was you know special <laughs> was, handling. Yeah, <laughs> special handling. That was a bad scene. Right. But but you are uh, and this is another thing. You like I said, you have a pile of boxes or something somewhere that stay there for a long time. You're getting stagnant energy. Stagnant. Stagnant yeah. energy, and it's just that's there. a magnet for entities. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know any type of stagnant energy, and that's why you know. Cleaning. Like hoarders, people who hoard. Oh I mean, gosh. you must, must deal with hoarders. I have, I have. You've had a lot of experience. Yeah, yeah. and that's, and that's that, is that worse in a hoarding situation, or? I mean, hoarding is a spiritual, emotional uh, problem. It's it's a real it's a real uh, spiritual, emotional problem yeah. that the person has. Maybe not, not being able to let go of the past. It's or, it's uh, in in my experience, it's it's basically. Uh, uh they don't feel loved wow they don't feel loved yeah wow they don't feel loved it's like a it's like all this stuff is like you can't fill up your heart with stuff yeah and you can't protect yourself with yeah. stuff 
Right. So it's many layers with this. Right. And that's like another... they feel vulnerable if they had an open space, then it'd be, yeah, they could be feel vulnerable. Uh, there's, it, and, and, you know, it, 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 there's so many aspects to that. But, but we have seen, personally, we know somebody that uh, when they were, uh, uh, they had an abused childhood. <clears throat> I mean, abused, not, not physically, uh, but um, it was more emotional abuse in the sense that they weren't loved, that their uh, parents passed them off to a family, mm -hmm. a relative. Sure. And uh, because their parents were entertainers and they traveled all over the place, this is in the early 1900s, and uh, their parents traveled all over. And uh, this, the child was, you know, raised by other people, not her parents. So there was not being loved. Sure. And, yeah. and, and who knows what those other people did to her, uh, you know, but um, uh, so she, there, she never uh, cleared that. She never worked on herself. We're talking about folks in our, maybe might be in their, um, you know, for the, uh, maybe, you know, now, nowadays there's so much, so the consciousness is so different mm -hmm. about self-healing and, mm -hmm. and, yeah, and bettering and yourself. And, yeah. uh, but it wasn't back then in the early um, 1900s or even 1950s, 60s. Sure. You know, in, in the shift that we went through astrologically in the 60s, Right. You know, that's that, when things that, started. Up. Yeah, that's yeah. when uh, and you can talk about that some other time about that shift. But yeah, uh, anyway, so back to this person, uh, she was married and she had some kids, but she was always depressed. And, and uh, when she uh, got divorced, that's when the hoarding thing started happening. Uh, so it wasn't it she, was a trauma. Yeah. Like a, so, a, yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it just because she was never healed from her past right and uh so it just just crept up on her and it was it wow. was it was it was just you know a tragic situation what was i i wanted to mention something about um uh i don't remember what i was just going to say about the uh yeah anyway the stagnant energies you definitely don't want stuff uh, uh, sitting somewhere stagnant, even, um, oh, uh, cleanliness is next to godliness. Right. That's the old, right. Yeah. But it's true. Yeah. And the feng shui feels so different. And I know I have a, a good friend who does feng shui courses and, uh, you know, there's, there's so much, um, to be said, you know, the, the, we didn't even address feng shui, but it, it's, it goes along the same mm -hmm. route. And, you know, I often think of like in a, in a temple, like a Buddhist temple or a church or a mosque, it's, it's always so perfectly clean and organized. Well, there's a reason. Mm -hmm. and, and, and if you think of like haunted houses in the movies, you know, like the Adams family, you know, those cobwebs and all, it's like, well, there's a reason why ghosts and spirits hang, it's, it's filthy mm -hmm. and, and attracts, you know, it makes sense. I mean, it's, it's so obvious, except when you like, it's right in front of you, like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. So in a really, really clean, clear space, we're feeling elevated. We take that elevated feeling home with us. And the, whole, the purpose, you know, our home should be our temple and our, you know, I remember in Catholic schools, you say your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That was always a Catholic thing, you know. And, um, and it's true and, and whatever faith or no faith, it's like, it's just a universal truth and living at home and 
creating a home space that reflects that light, you know? So you were saying, so singing, anything that opens your heart, whether it's any kind of song, even if it's a pop tune, just something that makes you feel good, mantra, prayer, meditation, mm -hmm. putting up a little puja, perhaps a little altar with your loved ones and, uh, or in flowers, fresh flowers and even like laughter. That. Laughter, yeah, you know? laughter uplifts. Yeah, <laughs> even laughter is Absolutely. so good. Yeah. But just keeping keeping Keep laughing your, your and singing. Your, yep, keeping your place uh, clear. So the wow. whole Thank the you. whole the whole uh, discussion today basically was um, uh, using Mercury retrograde to its advantage, and also being aware uh, multidimensionally astrologically what you talked about and that it is for real and to being conscious of your environment and uh, keeping your place clean and, and uplifted. No matter when, where Mercury is, direct or retrograde, but certainly this particular time period is a very, it's a very um, powerful conversation to have. To bring. And it's really great, you know, when you, when you work with the planets uh, to their advantage, you know, when this retrograde is especially I found that because I'm so uh, being a Gemini with Mercury and your ruling um, planet, right? Yeah. Rules your sun. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I have always felt the effects uh, dramatically. Even I can even feel it uh, weeks before it starts. It was like, uh oh, you know, it's start right. <laughs> starting. Yeah. You know? uh, but yeah, yeah to honor mean. to honor that, um, it's really great. The R E. R-E. R-E. Yeah, yep. do, do everything R-E. Re remember, record, re reconnect. Rethink. Yeah, reorganize, re reorganize, reassess, cool. relinquish. So if people want to get in touch with you, do you have an email address or can you share? Yeah, um, uh, the, I have, well, I have several email addresses, but- uh, in, in true Gemini fashion. Yeah. Right? You know, <laughs> yeah. you know it's, a, it's it, you know, duality, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've gotten a bunch of email addresses, <laughs> but yeah, the, for the organizing, oh, oh, oh. And it's really fun uh, to do it remotely. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, like yeah, I, I mean, can do it on, on Zoom. Yeah, you're like, um, okay, over there in that corner. Okay, yeah. turn the camera. Hmm, okay, you got something on there. And it's great for me because I can see, you know, not only can I see the stuff, but I can also see and sense if there's beings there that yeah. they that they that need to be removed. But yeah, pro P R O dot personal organizer at Gmail. Okay, that's how they reach you. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so glad we had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yay. And and um yeah, and just just stay in the high vibe. Yeah, stay in the high <laughs> vibe. <laughs> excellent, excellent uh, RX for this new moon, new beginnings, right? Radically revitalizing fresh. The new moon's always about that and Aquarian energy, it's just gonna this new moon's definitely going to reverberate out over several months. Um, it's not just this 30, 28 to 30 days. It's really further. So um, because yeah. of the alignment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's got a lot of mojo there, mm -hmm. but uh, future thinking and getting totally about getting, you know, purging yourself from the past. So um, things that don't work that aren't serving, you know, so yeah. Yeah. That's so important now. Yeah. You know, on, on many levels, it's so important. Yeah. Everything has just this. been moving so fast and it's so intense. Yeah. 
And here we are. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Well, we hope you enjoyed this particular episode of Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology. Um, feel free to like, share, comment in the box below. Um, it's always great to share this knowledge with, with everyone. And um, any questions, you can always reach me, you know, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com. Uh, for things astrological. And again, uh, Katerina's email is pro.personalorganizer at gmail.com. So thank you all for listening. Yay. Have a great, great day. We'll see you next time. We'll see you very, very soon. Okay. Bye for now.